Chicago has been identified as the number one U.S. city with, with the worst traffic. We had the highest traffic delays in 2022, and on a global scale, we're only number two after London. I don't know if you've been to London, but it's near impossible to get around there. That's why everyone uses the train. Bob Pishu is a transportation analyst. What is INRX, Bob? INRX is a traffic data and analytics company. We partner with DOTs and with companies to, to try to improve mobility, make it safer and uh, more efficient. And some people say that this is good news because it means congestion is showing the economy is moving. But if you're stuck in traffic in Chicago, especially during construction season, which we're in right now, um, most of us wouldn't consider it good news. So break it down for us. How bad is it? Yeah, so Chicago area commuters lost 155 hours last year due to traffic congestion, which puts it at about 7% more uh, than we saw in 2019 or pre-COVID. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's we're, we're, traffic's a little bit worse than it was in 2019. Um, but as I mentioned, it does signify that people are going back to work and that the economy is hum- humming along. So when you say lost 155 hours, what exactly does that mean? Yeah, so uh, what we do is we take a look at if you were to be able to travel with no traffic, how long would it take you? And then the travel with traffic and what is that difference in time? So that's, you know, uh, and everybody's time is also worth money. So we also equated that to about $2,600 in lost time uh, per commuter. And if you're talking about money, you're talking about how much gas we're burning just sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic. That's that's probably even greater than $2,600. It, it is, and especially last year with the high fuel prices uh, that people were paying, um, that, that definitely added to the burden. Now, we've seen some of those gas prices retreat a little bit, but now they're starting to tick back up. So uh, that is definitely part of the equation when you you know choose to drive or choose to take a road trip. Uh, gas prices definitely play play a small role in 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 how traffic works. So you're saying that traffic in Chicago is worse now than it was pre-pandemic. Yeah, by only about by seven percent though. So not a huge increase over 2019, but but definitely an increase. Uh, other big cities that we saw, you know, New York. Uh, San Francisco, et cetera, they're, they're not quite there yet. Basically, that's what propelled Chicago uh, to the top of the list, was that some of these other urban areas uh, haven't quite caught up yet, but we're starting to see that this year. So it's likely that Chicago is probably going to stay around the same while we see these other areas start to tick up in terms of traffic. And what's interesting is the numbers of ridership on Metra, you know, people coming in from the burbs haven't really gotten back to where they were pre-pandemic. I wonder if there's something with people's psyche about still wanting to be alone in their car versus congregating with a bunch of people on a train. Yeah, and I I think that that's a part of it. It's also because I think, you know, probably throughout the pandemic, people got used to driving. Maybe those people who did take transit or instead of taking transit, they're telecommuting. So we've seen this shift in how people move around, you know, anywhere you go in the country. And And coming out of the pandemic, we're starting to see those patterns shift depending on where you are. In in San Francisco, it looks a lot different than it does in Chicago. So we're the number one U.S. city with the worst traffic. Drivers here lose about 155 hours each year in productivity because they're sitting in a car. Those are hours 
in addition to what a normal commute would look like for them without traffic. And who do you share this information with? Who uses this? Well, so uh, for for this report that we put out, we put it out for everyone to read, from policymakers to lawmakers to auto companies to the general public uh, and and listeners like yours. So, um, yeah, it's 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 so that we can start making you know smarter decisions on how we want to focus on combating congestion. Uh, to reduce that time stuck in traffic so that we have more times with our family, friends, loved ones. Anything else you want to share from this study and these results? Yeah, one more thing is we basically saw traffic congestion increase across the board. In in some metro areas, we see it on one or two highways. Really, in, in the Chicago area, we saw, you know, some increases across all of the freeways. So it looks like travel all around the region uh, has been impacted, um, you know, so far uh, last year. So we'll see how, where it go, ends up this year. But I think it's going to pretty much stay close to where it was last year. And when Chicago, Boston, and New York City are at the top of the list, is is that that's interesting to me that Boston is worse than L.A. or Houston or San Francisco, um, is it just because obviously Boston doesn't have as many people as L.A.? What do you what do you what do you think that is the re- why is that? Well, a lot of the reason is is population density, right? So Chicago, Boston, New York, those are very dense urban areas. Um, you go out to a place like L.A., it's a little bit more sprawled around, and also, you know, places like Chicago and New York. I mean, Chicago does it more than New York, but road infrastructure is still, you know, not meeting the current levels of demand. And when that happens, uh, you have traffic congestion in places like Los Angeles or, you know, places out on the West Coast. You can see them adding a lane to a road here or or a new bridge there Um, in some of these kind of legacy U.S. cities. That's a little bit more rare. All right. Thank you so much for sharing the details, Bob. All right. Thank you. Bob Pishu, transportation analyst at INRIX.